0: Welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast, where we tackle teaching challenges from a biblical perspective. Why are we here? Because we don't believe that our spiritual walk and teaching profession should exist in two separate domains. Rather, the hope we have in Christ should change how we approach everything, not just at home, but at school as well. So join us as we explore both the spiritual and practical sides of key teaching challenges, integrating them together so we can succeed at teaching glorify God, and make a lasting difference in our students' hearts and lives. We still have plenty of summer left, but as we talked about last week, there may already be some fears rearing their heads as you think about heading back to school um, either next month or in the fall. And that's what we are addressing in this series, common teacher fears and how to overcome them with both faith and wisdom. Last week, we kicked off the series with answering the question, um, am I where God wants me to be if I feel discontent? Really that fear or worry, right, that kind of leads to that question. So if you missed that, that was a great kickoff to our series. Uh, Make sure you head back and watch or listen rather to that episode. This week, we're going to talk about the fear. What if student misbehavior is out of control? And I don't know about you, but this is a very common fear for me, and I definitely don't think I'm alone. I think a lot of teachers deal with this fear. I really cannot tell you how many nightmares I have had about this, even sometimes when I'm not even teaching that year, I've still had teaching nightmares and so many different scenarios some of them are hilariously ridiculous the nightmares others of them were scarily realistic <laughs> but I'm I'm wondering if you guys had those nightmares too um, and then of course I've also faced some real-life nightmare scenarios with an out of cl- out of control class that I wished was a nightmare but was happening in reality. And maybe you have two. So as you think ahead to the next year, you might say, man, I'm really nervous. I'm really worried about an out-of-control class or any particular students. So let's tackle this fear. Um, If you were with us last week, we introduced a framework for handling our fears, and it has three parts to it. The first part is pray our fears, pouring out our hearts to God. The second part is taking our thoughts captive, reminding ourselves of what is true and choosing to trust God. And then step three is directing our steps. That's where we take wise actions to address the issues causing our fears. So step one is to pray our fears. So each week I'm going to do this, I'm going to remind you to bring God into your fears and anxieties. God wants us to bring our fears and anxieties to him. So that's exactly what we're going to do. We should talk to God about what we feel, what we're afraid of, and we can ask him for help. I shared verses last week, casting all your cares or anxieties on him for he cares to you for you. Don't worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And I think sometimes we don't even think to pray about some of our fears because it's like we know we shouldn't be afraid. And so, but we can, this is a real emotion that we're dealing with. And so we absolutely can and should share with God what we're feeling and allow his truth and his holy spirit to give us the peace that we need. So do not skip that step. And I'm actually going to give you an opportunity to do that together at the end of the episode. So number one, pray. Our fears. Number two, taking our thoughts captive. So, here we want to remind ourselves of what is true and choose to trust God. And as I thought about classroom management and dealing with behavior issues, there's a lot we could say, but a few things really came to mind when I thought, particularly about should I be afraid of this? And the first thing that I thought of was we need to remember that God is with us. A few verses came to mind. Psalm 118.6, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Doesn't mean that man can't do anything to you, right? They absolutely can. But it means that God is with us and God won't allow anything without it being part of his plan or without him using it in our lives. And when you think about God and how powerful and big he is and then how small man is in comparison, we realize the the creator of everything that is all-powerful is on my side. So yeah, man can do some stuff to me that I don't like, but it is nothing in comparison to the mighty hand of God who is on my side. And so I don't have to be afraid um, of, of these things. Another verse kind of goes along with this, Joshua 1.9, where God says to Joshua, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And that applies to us too, right? We shouldn't be terrified or discouraged. God is with me every day I walk into my classroom. Every single day. I'm not alone. Here's another, Isaiah forty-one thirteen, For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not. I am the one who who helps you. There were so many other great verses in Isaiah that were similar. Um, I I had trouble picking out because there were so many great verses on not being afraid because God is with us. And so sometimes we just have to remind ourselves of that. I don't need to be afraid. God is gonna be with me. It might be hard, but he's not gonna leave my side. So that's the bottom line here is really, classroom management can be scary, but God has called us to to this job, to teaching, and classroom management is part of it. And God promises to be with us and to help us in everything, including dealing with student misbehavior. It's also helpful to remind ourselves that God does not call us to be afraid of situations or of people. He wants us to fear him alone and to trust him and then act in courage because we know that he's with us. So if you find yourself in need of a little bit of courageous pep talk, those are the verses I want you go to the scripture. Don't go to self-help. Don't say, I can do it. I'm great. You know, this is what the self, this is what our society, that's all they have. They don't have God. So all they can do is say is, you know, prop ourselves up and say how great we are. But truly, teacher, we have so much more than that as believers. We have the Lord with us and his Holy Spirit in us. And that truly should give us courage. And we can truly trust in that. So that's step two, taking our thoughts captive, reminding ourselves of what is true and choosing to trust God. Step three is directing our steps. So taking wise action to address the issues causing the fear. I hope that you're seeing already in this series that we're doing what we often do in this podcast, where we're tackling things on two fronts. We're dealing with the spiritual aspect of what's going on in our heart. We're also dealing with practical steps and wisdom that God has given us. Those shouldn't be seen as being in opposition to each other or as two completely separate things. They should go hand in hand. So as we're learning I'm going to be courageous, I know God is with me, we also want to take wise actions to address these issues. So in this case, student misbehavior, right? Um, I'm going to trust God, but I'm also going to equip myself. I'm also going to learn and strategize. And as I thought about this, I thought that I think a lot of times, at least for myself and a lot of teachers that we've worked with, we are afraid of misbehavior because we don't know what to do about it. Right now, there are times where we're legitimately afraid, like a student's going to throw a punch or like something like that. But typically, the fear isn't to that level. Typically, the fear is just, I don't know what I'm going to do if the class is out of control, or I don't know what I'm going to do if a student's disrespectful. And it's this, it's not so much fear of the behavior itself, but about our own inability, our own insecurity. And like, am I going to look like an idiot? Am I going to be able to handle the situation? Right. So we might also be scared. Here's another thing we might be scared of of the situation spiraling out of control to the point that our classroom is kind of out of control, our students don't respect us, and it's so chaotic we can hardly teach. So we're afraid typically of our own inability or we don't know what we're gonna do or like what if it gets so bad that it's just really, really difficult. And I have experienced both of those and I will say it's not fun. And so it's, a, it's, it's not an unfounded fear, right? We can trust God in all things, but this fear did not come from nowhere. There are reasons why we're afraid because these are difficult things, right? These are real fears because when we don't know what to do, we either typically don't address issues or we're really inconsistent. And in either case, we're not making the line very clear for our students. And when we don't set clear lines and clear boundaries, students are naturally gonna keep pushing those boundaries and pushing and pushing and pushing you know, indefinitely until we finally draw a line. And often, you know, by the time we finally are like, I got to do something, the problems are so big, they push the line so far and things really are out of control and it's it's hard to rein them back in. So we really do want to have a plan to address this. And in our Classroom Management 101 course, that's exactly what we help teachers do. We help teachers create a classroom management plan so they can stop being frustrated or scared of student misbehavior, and and actually enjoy teaching. So when I say we need a plan, what do I mean? Well, in Classroom Management One Hundred and One, we teach a five step, a five parts to your plan, and I would highly recommend to you sitting down. If if this is something that you struggled with in the past, struggled to kind of deal with student misbehavior, then. Having a plan is so helpful. And so this is what you can do. There's five parts. So the first is getting clear on what you expect. So expectations, meaning do you actually know what misbehavior, what behavior in your classroom is acceptable and what isn't? For example, are students allowed to whisper, talk, not talk at all? When are they allowed to? When are they not? Um, are they allowed to put their head down if they're tired? Are they allowed to get up and get a tissue without asking? Can they wander around the room? you like all these little things that you might be like, oh, I actually am not sure. Like we need to get clear in our own mind of what we expect. Second, procedures. We need to think through good procedures. And so we need to think of what areas have been chaotic in my classroom. And I got to think of a better procedure so that it's more orderly. And then it's very important to insist that they are followed. So good procedures and make sure students are actually following them. Uh, number three, positive reinforcement. In other words, we want to encourage our students. So sitting down and saying, okay, how am I going to make sure I'm encouraging my students, whether it's a formal reward system or whether it's just, okay, I'm going to give, um, make sure that I'm recognizing when students are doing well and I'm and I'm encouraging them in that. Um, so just making, sh- this is important to have as part of our plan because we don't want it to fall through the cracks when things get busy. Uh, Number four in the plan is logical consequences. So thinking through and pre-planning, what are some logical consequences that I can use in my classroom as whether they're part of your school-wide discipline system or whether you're just gonna do them as part of your classroom? What are some logical consequences I can use when needed? And then putting it all together, step five of the plan. So let me review real quick. So far, uh, first part of the plan is expectations, getting clear on what you expect. Second part is procedures, clarifying those and insisting they're followed. Step three is positive reinforcement and encouragement. Step four, logical consequences. Step five, planning how you will address issues. So planned responses. So you actually want to do is think through. And in Classroom Manager 101, we have like, we have templates for all of these and like a bunch of like prompts to help you think through every area and as well as help for knowing what to do. Um But we don't have time to get into all of that right now. But in this one, you want to think through what are common problems in the classroom. So for example, when students are talking without permission, when they're rude to a classmate, when they blurt out an answer, you know, if they're swearing, just just list out a bunch of common situations. And then actually write down, what am I going to do or what am I going to say? Like, this is how I'm going to respond, and I'm going to respond this way every time this happens, or this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to use this warning system, or this is going to be the consequence. But regardless, just having a plan. When this happens, this is what I'm going to do. When you have a clear plan like this for how to address each issues, you don't have to be afraid anymore. It really helps diminish that fear because, number one, you know what to do. So I'm not worried anymore about knowing what to do because I wrote it down and I know exactly what I'm going to do. Number two, you can now be way more consistent. It's so much easier to be consistent when I have a plan and I'm not just thinking on my feet or reacting in the moment or freezing because I don't know what to do. Number three, as you are consistent now because you have a plan, the line becomes way more clear to our students and what happens when they cross the line becomes clear and as a result number 4 there are way fewer issues and the ones that do occur you simply deal with because you have a plan so i when i have a plan like this i don't have to be afraid of student misbehavior because i just know i'm just going to this is how i'm going to you know misbehavior will happen but this is how i'm going to deal with it and then as i deal with it consistently it is going to cause misbehavior to be much less common so that it's not such a big disruption in my classroom and it's not causing as many issues. So as I was telling you, we do help teachers create this type of plan in classroom management 101 so if you're saying some of you might be saying oh okay i can i can sit down and do this i'm totally with you i get it but if some of you are saying okay that sounds helpful but i have no idea how to make this plan or what to put down on the plan like i don't know what to do we would love to help you with that step-by-step in classroom management 101 um, you can find out more and get all the details at teachfortheheart.com cm101 And I'm going to give a special coupon code just for our podcast listeners. Um, the, The code is going to be FEARS. Twenty. So that'll take twenty percent off of your enrollment. It's only going to be active here for a limited time. Um, so go to teachfortheheart.com/cm101. Enter the code fears20 um, to get a special discount. I I also want to invite you to a free training um, that's actually happening tonight. And if you're listening to this later than that, hopefully we'll have a replay available. Um, you can check out this free training at teachfortheheart.com/training. So let's recap what we've talked about so far. So, we said there's three parts to each fear, and we're dealing with the fear of what if student misbehavior is out of control and I don't know what to do. So, we said number one, pray your fears, talk to God about it. And we're gonna do that here in just a minute. Number two, take our thoughts captive. And we talked about how God is with us and we don't have to be afraid because he's with us. And then, number three, direct our steps, taking wise action to address the issue. And we said a lot of times we're afraid because we don't know what to do. And then, you know, and because of that, things get really out of control. And so, creating a plan that we do know what to do when we start off school is incredibly helpful. And by the way, there's so many, so much more cluster management advice I would love to give you. Um, so, Come to that free training um, and teachfortheheart.com slash training or join us in CM101, teachfortheheart.com slash CM101. Um, We would love to help you more if this is a fear that you really um, want some more practical help with. We would absolutely love to do that. Let's take a moment though right now and pray about this fear. Teacher, right now, talk to God about any fears you have around misbehavior or classroom management and just share them with God. Next, I want you to claim God's promise that he is with you and talk to God about how you are going to choose to trust him and thank him that he will never leave you and will be with you every moment. finally ask God for wisdom and help as you deal with classroom issues this coming year. We thank you, Father, that you care about every area in our life, including our classroom management and how we deal with student misbehavior. We do pray for your favor and your wisdom on each teacher in this coming year, and I pray that you will direct them and guide their steps. We thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope you're enjoying this series on common fears. You can find this episode as well as the entire series at teachfortheheart.com fears. And if you are enjoying it, please do share this episode and this series with a friend. We would absolutely love to help and support them as well. Of course, you remember our classroom management training, free training as we head back to school, teachfortheheart.com training or classroom management 101 at teachfortheheart.com CM101. Use the code FEARS20 uh, to save 20% for a limited time. I can't wait to tackle some of these more, uh, more of these fears with you. Uh, Next week, we're going to be talking about what do I do if I'm nervous about dealing with parents? So we're going to deal with all things parents and all the fears um, surrounding that. So I can't wait uh, to talk with you about that next week. In the meantime, teacher, remember, God is at work in you and through you, and he's using you to make a difference. Keep your eyes on him and teach for the heart.